This is a private members bar. Exclusively for the supporters of the greatest football team in the world. Manchester United. Now please, enlighten me. Who the fuck are you? That is a good question. And uh, Scotty? We're the Manchester United fan club from Ohio. If you're Manchester United supporters, sing the Manchester United song. <clears throat> um, excuse me, I'm sorry. I'm not much of a singer. Ah! Sing! My baby takes the morning train. He works from nine to five and then he takes another home again to Find me watching the Manchester United football team. Ah, the best freaking team in all the land. Woohoo! Welcome, Modern Day Warriors, to Geek Salad episode 115, Juice Box Hero. I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. And we're here today to talk all about the uh, the hit songs and music of 1981. When was the last time we had the full gang together? It has been, this is the first time in 2015 we've had the entire gang together. Not since last summer. No, seriously, because I mean, we had Mike for the last show, but before that, I mean... It was like right after the 100. It was Christmas. Yeah. Mike, did you do Christmas with us? Yes. Uh, I think I did. Yeah, okay. So, yeah, all right. So it's been since Christmas, so. Mm. Get the band back together. Yeah. It's funny, too, because this actually brings us, this is, uh, like, a completionist episode. Because our first first music of the 80s show was 82. So we are truly going to come full circle with this. I know, man. So we have, oh good lord, we have a shit. A lot of songs. Oh god, we have a lot of stuff to talk about. So uh, let's just get started with Chris's Cultural Corner. KKK, that's not good. And. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Jim, we miss miss you. you. Buckle up. (laughs) And Chris writes Hello, Geek Salad Crew. The music of 1981 featured a plethora of musical styles, a little leftover disco, and of course, yacht rock was pretty big at this time, along with country crossovers, new wave rock, etc. So in continuing with my random.org, five picks from the Billboard year-end top 100s to avoid any picks that might be in number one songs on a- that Andy's going to read off later on, which I will. Um, so here are some of the songs. At number 48 for the year of 1981, that is Time by the Alan Parsons Project.
Or as I like to put it, the cure for insomnia. Hey. <laughs> hey. They had the opening music to the Chicago Bulls. They did. Dynasty. It is one of the coolest openings I've ever... Now, nothing else about the Alan Parsons Project. Is <laughs> remember the cuckoo noise? Uh, yeah, I believe it is. Yeah. It's really... Oh, God, this is a sleepy Time. song. Oh, no, yeah. I, so, yeah, I know. Chris writes... Oh no, that's that time. No, 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 that's a completely different. Time has come today. Yeah. No, that's not the one I'm talking about. <laughs> oh, that's your Vietnam uh, pick. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure. I'm well, not... when you when you hear the the song dropped into this, you're like, oh yeah. Because it you definitely was on like soft like... rock. It's yeah, definitely a soft that, yeah. rock classic. I think it was in my regular playlist. <laughs> <laughs> so Chris writes, Yacht Rock at its finest. I personally have never heard th- this song. Sounds like something you would hear on a compilation of relaxation music that you would give to someone who is prone to panic attacks. <laughs> okay, next on Chris's list from random.org is number 58, This Little Girl by Gary, U.S. Bonds. U.S. Bonds. Barry us bond, uh, uh, you period s period bonds. Yeah. Okay, a song that probably should go in the pedophile song Hall of Fame, uh, along with Into the Night by Benny Mardonis, oh, Little Girls oh, by Oingo God. Boingo, Seventeen by Winger, and I'm on Fire by Bruce Springsteen. And ironic, Bruce Springsteen wrote this little girl. Anybody else find that interesting? Nope. 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 <laughs> Moving on, Santana winning. was uh, number winning. 84. Not with that fucking song, Carlos. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Not at all. Wasn't this like for ages the Cleveland Browns uh, theme song? <laughs> I, oh. I don't see why it would have been. Maybe, maybe in an ironic way. <laughs> uh, Charlie Sheen's theme song. Seriously, yeah. this, uh, this is another song I've never heard of. It sounds pretty good. I'm it seems that the first three songs didn't have any videos for them while MTV was just starting up, so I guess I'm not surprised. Next up, nine, number 95, Modern Girl by Sheena Easton.
actually a song I've heard before, and it actually has an official music video for it, albeit a pretty crappy uh, one, but a video nonetheless. Pretty catchy tune, nothing to write home about. Sheena's early stuff, pre-Sugar Wall days, were pretty tame compared to her later tunes in the late 80s. Until hey. Prince got his meat hooks into her. Door, yep. <laughs> and just ruined her for everybody. Pretty much. That's what he does. And then, finally, the last one from Chris's Random.org picks, number 44, I Don't Need You by Kenny Rogers. I don't need love and affection I don't need peace and harmony I don't need you Surely don't need me But we both wanted better love Yes, we both wanted, don't we? I don't need you, baby And I know you don't Are you talking about his roasters restaurants? <laughs> because he does. Welcome <laughs> back, Jim. Yeah. Well, I guess Random.org had to get Kenny Rogers' song in there. After all, he's pretty huge in the early 80s. He was one of the great country artists to cross over to the pop charts. Uh, this was one of his uh, token soft rock love songs. And I guarantee he was wearing a cream-colored shirt when he was, or suit when he was singing this one. Oh, going back with a to... cream-colored shirt with a cream-colored... Suit, suit with a blue shirt. In lapels like hang gliders. Right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I just don't know if you're like rated Ricardo Montalban's wardrobe from like, you know, Fantasy yeah, yeah. With a big tuft of graying silver hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just remember him. Glorious, glorious uh, beard. I look like a bearded albino baby. <laughs> like a giant albino baby. Going back to Sheena Easton. Yeah. Can you imagine the, the, the conversation between Prince and Sheena Easton? It's like, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you want me to write, you want me to sing about what? What the hell is Sugar Walls? <laughs> They're my hoo-ha. What are you talking about? <laughs> and what the hell is Apollonia doing tied up in the dungeon over there? Why do you look like a dwarf dipped in pubic hair? Get out of my house. <laughs> Can I have some apple pie now, please? All right, ahead, Jim. You've earned it. You've earned it. Somewhere Vanity is All right. for you right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Vanity has her own problems. <laughs> All right. So thanks a lot, Chris. Yeah, thanks. Thank you, Chris. Thank you. So now we're going to cover the um, Billboard number one singles of the year. There is a lot of stuff. There are a lot of songs on here. So um, if we get over one with an album that we want to discuss, we'll stop talk about that. So let's just start. Four weeks at number one. Just like starting over by John Lennon. Starting off 
starting over what bathing? <laughs> Good God! Is, it, what, what, is that double fantasy? Yes. Is that yeah. the record? Oh God! Yeah. That is, and I, and oh. that is that is my shame that that is the first LP album I ever owned. Really? My mom. Oh, bought it's it. a great record. Oh, because There's nothing well, wrong it was with it. it was she actually because I was a huge Beatles fan when I when I was a kid. Oh yeah. Hmm. And she bought me um the the red compilation album 1964 to hmm. 1969. But she also bought me double fantasy at the same time. Hmm. Hmm. Nothing like. Here, son, I love you. Here's a nudie of Yoko <laughs> Later on... Here's John Lennon's hairy ass. Oh, that explains a I'm lot. sorry English is not my first language. And it wasn't. <laughs> I was in Puerto Rico at the time. You had, like, you had news people going, well, what a beautiful thing they did. They didn't bathe for two days! Look at them, God! Oh. Any thoughts about the actual song? We, we, we've gotten through Jim's uh, thoughts about their... Uh, they're hygiene. Not, really. not one of the worst songs. No, it's, 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 it's okay. Sorry. I mean, yeah, they had worse. I mean, well, no, but no, but I mean, like, I, I preferred "Woman." I thought "Woman" was right. A really "Woman" song. was a good song. "Woman" is a very good song. Was it "Wheels Go Round and Round"? And "Wheels Go Round and Round." Yeah, that's a really good one. That's probably the. Best. I, I always thought that was the best song in that record. Right. I always liked that one. And it just, I don't know, with, with John Lennon, rest, it's I like mean, well, the rest of listening to Yoko Ono is like getting my scrotum in a cheese yeah, grater. Uh, yeah. hey. Sorry. <laughs> But it is that. It's like, don't knock until you try. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with John Lennon's singles, it's like, they're either, the good ones are really, really great, and everything else is just kind of like, eh. Mm-hmm. I okay. do love, though, I have an anthology of John Lennon's where they have, like, the studio outtakes, and he's like a complete dick to the uh, the producers. Well, well that sounded yes. like this. We need more Mpacos in the song. Have you met my talented wife? <laughs> Have you met my le- less talented son? Which one, Julian or... Uh... Oh, Julian's talented. Julian's talented. Which yep. one, Sean? <laughs> Sean. Yeah. Yeah, they, they, he put a record out. Don't you? That's, that sounds like something you would own. It's no, not that bad. Sean, Sean. Everything's not that bad. I know, so he put out some stuff. Oh, it, was all, it was all like pretty bad, if I remember correctly. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah. All right, so moving on. One week at number one, The Tide is High by Blondie. One of the first pieces of vinyl I ever got was Parallel Lines from Blondie. Hmm. Now, now, are you doing this in chronological order? In chronological order. I'm surprised Rapture wasn't first. Uh, no, oh. Rapture is on here, but it's a little further down the list. Oh. I was surprised Rapture wasn't well, there. Rapture My wasn't wife on... hates Rapture. I don't understand it. But I mean, it's an okay song, oh, the, but she oh, the, hates the, it. The actor commercial must have driven her nuts, though. That oh, is. God. Oh. Well, we'll, we'll, we have, we, this is a little, just a few songs down the okay. list, so... Tide is high. They're cute little Caribbean beat. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I have no problem with this song. This is a completely inoffensive song from a band that pretty much was cleaning the toilets at CBGB's like two years before. Yeah, yeah. It's not a great song, but it's listen. You know, you it's can not listen their it. best. It's if you're yeah. sitting on the beach, it's not offensive. And it comes oh, yeah. on the radio. You leave it on. Yeah. Right. That's a good song. You know, and I think actually I put this on my daughter's uh, like pop playlist, and she likes it. You didn't put Rain and Blood by Slayer on it? Uh, no, that's next year. <laughs> oh, it's a Ward Tracy. <laughs> no Motorhead? 
Not yet, not yet. <laughs> I just gotta, I don't want her. You're easing your, easing your into the I gotta ease her in a motorhead because you know what? She's just gonna think that Lemmy is hot, and I don't want that to be your first childhood crush. <laughs> <laughs> Like I think Joy of Sex recommended um, Ring My Bell. <laughs> no. Oh, that's what that's about. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I love Blondie, but again, not a great song, but a fun. Yeah, yeah it's not. Perfectly serviceable. Well, it's probably one of... I'd put it as in, one of, one of, in her top ten. Yeah. And, I'm Well, I mean, if they, you know, remember, remember back when they used to just do like those best of the hits? Yeah. Radioactive. Radioactive. This would be on that. Disintegration. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Next one down. We got Celebration right. by Cool and the Gang. Yeah, two weeks at number one, and you know what? This song seemed older when it was brand new. Well, this cool, song I mean, does not about, feel like it came out 34 years ago. We're talking ago. about yeah. Cool and the Gang. I mean, they're, you know... It's, that's a classic they a lot of, Yeah, that's the 70s. A lot of their songs band. really were very, um... How can I explain it? Like, some of the Wedding songs, standards? Well, no, they were wedding scenes, yeah. But, like I said, you had some songs that were totally, like, different from, like, you know... Summer Madness is, like, all, like, electronic. Right. Whereas you got... This one is, like, the happy prom song, wedding song standard. It's a cleaner funk than Parliament. Absolutely. There's not yeah, as much absolutely. cocaine, although let's be honest. Yeah, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's 81. There's more of the marijuana. Yeah. I'd be hard-pressed to find somebody on this list who wasn't on a massive amount of blow at this point. <laughs> right. But yeah. this is, we call this the, this is the party standard, basically. Everybody yeah. plays it. It is the white man's overbite anthem. Yeah. Definitely Pretty much. Still, it definitely still has a 70s feel to the it. The white man shuffle. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. It's funk. It's good. Well, yeah. I forget. It's 81. You were just... No, par- no, no. Parliament is funk. This oh. is... This is... No, this is funk not. It's, it's pop. It's pop funk. It's funk light. Right. Yeah. It's pop funk. It's happy meal funk. There you go. That's a good way to describe it. It's not threatening. Like, but you gotta remember, like, also, just 81 was kind of probably. just... 81 was finally just getting over that cusp of, like, disco. Yeah. Bill, and yeah. you're just getting out of that time. 82 is when you finally kind of pushed it aside. Right. But 81, you were just kind of, like, dredging out of it. Yeah. But I'd be hard-pressed to find a wedding, bar mitzvah, or, or like, massive, like, celebratory birthday party where this song is not being played. Oh, right. It's not considered one of the trilogy of funk. Shouldn't there be a quad of funk? Because that song's played. Every, I mean, there, there isn't a, like you said, there yeah, isn't a gathering of white people anywhere. <laughs> exactly. But yeah. it's not nearly as funky as Burt House or tonight. Play That Funky Music yeah, or the other song I can never remember. We're too white to, to kind of adjust the trilogy of funk at all. Yeah, it is written in Funky Stone. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just surprised. It's, it is certainly. But then again, those ACDCs. Mm. Uh, yeah. No, you'd have to have the code. It'd, be, it'd have to be the quadrology of funk. Cause you gotta the quadrology of funk, funk yeah. Because you, mm-hmm. you, you have to include Funky Town. Yeah. Yeah. All right. A little bit. A friend of mine always said, "If you're feeling funky and you still can't dance, it's time to take a shower." (laughs) John Lennon. (laughs) All right. So next up on the list, two weeks at number uh, one, nine to five by Dolly Parton. 
I think this is actually my first exposure to Dolly Parton. Uh, it wasn't, it wasn't actually, the best actually, little whorehouse in Texas? <laughs> as a movie or as a singer? As a singer. Oh, you mean okay, Ryan, no, Rhinestone wasn't? No, oh. my, no my, my first introduction to her was Islands right in the there. Stream with Kenny Rogers. Oh, God. The <laughs> Lord knows they didn't make enough jokes about that. Yeah. <laughs> Well, I, I think um, I think uh, Johnny Carson kind of spoke for everybody. Yeah, Johnny Carson. <laughs> I don't know what Moving on. Yeah, uh. he, he said, yeah, like, on, on his on Johnny Carson, so he's like, I like I pay about a month's wages to look what, see what's underneath that. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. For Johnny Carson, yeah. that's a lot of money. You couldn't touch Johnny. Well, the cold icy hand of the Reaper did though. Yeah. <laughs> His ex-wife, who knows? Yeah, I mean, I like this song. It's, it's all right. again, it's inoffensive. It's you know, th- she did a good job. I think making her pop songs more poppy as opposed to like being like super countryish. Yeah. Well, I think right. this was kind of like her, like where she kind of broke out into that whole pop genre. Well, she, yeah, yeah, I mean, she, really... she, well, she became a crossover artist. Mm. Yeah, yeah. I think it was kind of almost like her peak because after that, was there really anything else that she came out with afterwards that were really popish? So. I will always like her... love you. Was recorded in well, actually, it was recorded in the sixty. 60- no, right. it wasn't. It was recorded for the best little whorehouse in Texas in eighty two. There you go. So yeah, yeah so she's been around a lot. All right, yep. So I love Amy. Rainy what, what are your thoughts of uh, Dollywood? Yeah. Dollywood, the most, the worst theme park I've ever been to, now or ever. You have to try. How many boob theme um, ro- uh, ro- uh, roller coasters? Let me just put it, let, me, <laughs> let me just put it this way. Man, if, I want to go on the D cup. What's that mean? If you what's the motorboat if, ride? If you <laughs> yeah, you must be this tall to motorboat. <laughs> if you. If you hate water parks, this is not the uh, water slides. This is not the park for you. Although you should see the floaties that they give the kids. <laughs> Geek salad. We've turned into sixth graders. Turned, yeah. So. She is beyond D. Oh yeah. Was it on the um podcast? Uh, how did this get made? They were reviewing Rhinestone. Oh, and um, Jason Manzukis, who plays Raffi on, on the league, is like, 
Taking those titties and wrap around my dick. <laughs> you know, I well, thank God you were here to interject some <laughs> highbrow humor in. Yeah, yeah, I, mean, I love your Sylvester Stallone impression. What do you yeah. think Sylvester Stallone was thinking when he did Rhinestone? Uh, yeah, baby, it's me. It's all done. I got like three X ones. All right. So next up. Solid Gold Classic, by the way. Two weeks at number one. I Love a Rainy Night by Eddie Rabbit. In the moonlight shadows Showers wash all my cares away I wake up to a sunny day Cause I love a rainy night Yeah, I love a rainy night Well, I love a I love a rainy night I love to hear the thunder Watch the lightning when it lights up the sky You know it makes me feel good I like this I song. I love a rainy night. I can't, no, I can't say I can't, it's, it's a good I can't song. deny it. I like this song. This is one of those songs. Just because it's so easy. This is one of those songs. You used to go to a cookout in the summer. Like It was like Friends of the Family. They used to always have the same radio station on. And for some reason, this song came on with like five or six others. And this song always came on every single time. Because it was like a big I think there are only 15 words in the entire song. Yeah. I love a rainy night. I love a rainy night. I love a rainy, love a rainy, love a rainy night. Oh, I love a rainy night. No, 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 does explain his rationale for enjoying a rainy, <laughs> rainy night. But hey. I, I gotta be honest, I do love a rainy night. What he has to tell you is because the, the visibility is low, so when he goes out whoring, his wife can't, <laughs> can't see him <laughs> out. Right? No, 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 that's, sir. no, no, that's why it's a cool night by Paul oh. Davis. <laughs> but you just make it all right? Sure. All right. Next up, one week at number one, Keep On Loving You by REO Speedwagon. Oh, now, you know, you know consi considering how often this song gets played on, like, the classic rock stations, I'm surprised it was only one week at well, number that, one. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> It is a song. It always sounds like it's like there should be some kind of voiceover. It was a song. Oh, you hit the bottom, it, didn't you? You hit the song like the beginning of the song. All of a sudden, you're like, 
you hear the song, it's like, it was the summer of 1983. Do, 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 do. Like, some show should be, like, doing a voiceover every time you hear the beginning of that song. What's I don't song? know I mean, what it is. Keep on loving you by Ario yeah. I mean, this is, this is like, the cornerstone of power rock ballads. This probably would have stayed uh, at the top number one, number one even longer if Guardians of the Galaxy had been out that time. Mm. <laughs> mm. Well, this is also every kid's middle school slow song where you stood about five feet apart. Yeah. And oh, you yeah, danced. yeah. You know, you almost... Everybody was at the seventh grade stand. stand. Because nobody did. <laughs> you got it. Um, yeah, back this song was actually in, like, the running for, like, Mine and Autumn's wedding song. What was your wedding song? Um, At My Most Beautiful by R.E.M. That was your pick, wasn't the it? The dead... <laughs> no, she... she... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Do I make any decisions without getting her input on them? No. Keep on loving you by Ario's You dumbass. Any song by R.E.M. I'm actually surprised it would be R.E.M. I figured it would be The Cure. God Save the Queen or something. I don't know. <laughs> the Smiths? The Smiths. <laughs> Morrissey. No, a lot of them wanted King Diamond, but I had to shoot that shit Ooh, down. Be so. <laughs> um, yeah, you're right, though. This is like that arena rock just... Rock ballad, just yeah. Light, yeah. lighters out. I was gonna say, I got this lighter, this song's on, I'm feeling something, I don't know what to do. Turn the <laughs> fucking lighter on! I'm gonna burn my finger! Oh, oh shit, I ran it out, now I can't smoke my doobies. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, shouldn't have gone through it all with the, with the, the opening act, Fog Hat. <laughs> but surprisingly, isn't on this list. Hmm. It's no surprise. No, no, no. Fog Hat's awful. <laughs> <laughs> Mike's got yeah. Mike's got his um, lighter app. Really? Oh yeah, and it 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 recognizes and moves. Oh dear God! Moving <laughs> on. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm sure the boys in Craft Burke will will right. hey, really appreciate it. That actually leads us to a discuss. We got we got to discuss this album, uh, High Infidelity. It's a great album. It's it a great is, album. Is a, yeah. I mean, a, this was another one of those first pieces of vinyl that I owned. Okay. For people our age, and we're all roughly... Roughly within the same age frame, yeah. That is, for us, one of the five introductory albums to rock. Yes. Yes. That, Cheap Trick at Budokan. Yes. Probably Back in Black. Mm-hmm. Yep. 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 And there's Maybe a couple... not you, but... Yeah, but there are a couple on this that we're going to discuss no, tonight that and are on there. This is the right age for us to mm. really start getting into music, yep. so... Yep. This is a great album, though. It has special significance, I think. So, all right, next up... Two weeks at number one, Rapture by Blondie. Guys, go ahead. i got to grab a beer, so go ahead and discuss this if one. I remember, if I remember correctly, and I remember we talked about this back in college. I had a rock and roll class we took, and I remember this was like technically the first video to feature rap. 
Yes, there was rap before that, but this is like the first actual music video to feature. Even though, like, and Sugar Hill, rap, probably the, the Sugar Hill Gang did have a rap. Oh no, they no, they did. That's what I'm saying. But this was actually video. like an actual video that was made and for I think MTV. Also, is what also I'm saying. like mainstream poppy, you know, right. some, you know. No, because Rapper's Delight came out, I think, like two years before that, like '79. Yeah, I think, wasn't yeah it? but wasn't there a so, video for Rapper's Delight? So it was some. some yeah, like it was a solid. I think it might have been a footage from. It might have been a footage from like Soul Train. Yeah, like a solid gold Soul Train. But I remember this was an actual video because remember, I remember we had a. I remember the class we had, we had a whole discussion about, like, you know, how that was that, and one guy actually brought up, wasn't this the first rap video? And my professor said, yeah, well, actually, technically was. There was rap before that, but this song actually kind of helped bring it into the mainstream, I guess. Leave it to a white person to steal the black person's music and make it popular. A lily white person. A lily white person. Hey, yeah. lily white hair. Wasn't the, platinum hair. the Beastie Boys, like, the number one rap group at one point? Yeah, they are, the, yeah, exactly. Number one, and then Eminem is two, I think. Yeah. yeah. So. So, yep. Progress, everybody. Actually, <laughs> Progress. Christopher Titus was like talking about listening to to uh, No Street to Brooklyn. He's like a bunch of white boys driving down the street listening to the Beastie Boys, and I'm like, you do realize they're a bunch of Jews from Jersey, right? <laughs> did he mug the camera when he did it? Remember Titus? Yes. <laughs> oh, well, actually, yes, because it was his one man stand up show. Norman Rockwell is bleeding. Ah. <laughs> Oddly enough, if, if, if how do you come up with a title like that? If you look at the background for uh, Rapper's Delight in uh, on Wikipedia, mm -hmm. Debbie Harry actually was one of the people that led to it being made. Really? Yeah. So this came out before Ra uh, Rapper's Delight. No, Rapper's Delight came out in '79. Oh, okay. But right. Debbie Harry was one of the ones that actually helped Rapper's Delight get made back in '78. No. Really? Well, I mean, like I said, it was good to see. Like I said, because back then, like I said, it was a different time. And, you know, it did actually help push that mainstream. Of course, Run DMC a couple of years later really pushed that into the mainstream. Right. right. And it's pretty amazing how, you know, Blondie was huge for, what, three years maybe? Yep. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it was. Her influence is in, it's did, enormous. Did Demar yeah. just turn 70 recently? Or didn't she just have a birthday or something like that? She's 55, I think. Yes, no, 70. I think no, she's 70. Like, no, she's 70. Wow. Yeah, she, no, yeah, she was on The Muppet Show. And they took her out to... I was like, oh my they, gosh, she's like, just holding my mother. Yeah, I remember that episode, actually. Yeah, and they, they took her out to... Uh, Jim Hen uh, Brian Henson tells the story how they took her out to dinner, and Jim made Brian sit next to her, and Brian's just like a teenage boy <laughs> sitting next to Debbie Harry. Oh, God. Can I go to the bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, I cannot speak. <laughs> oh, Jim, here's the next one. Yeah, knows the shirt. Oh. <laughs> uh, Jim's got the shirt. Oates. He's noticing it. Hall and Oates for something. We man. got Kiss on My List by Daryl Hall and John Oates. Three weeks at number one.
Three weeks, huh? He's a couple guys that just had a ton of hits. Oh, my yes, God. Yes, they did. Late 70s, early 80s. These yeah. guys had at least probably two or three hits a year. You know what the funny thing is, especially in this in this time period, uh, 81, 82, 83, 84, it's almost like the albums that they're on are irrelevant because it's the same. Well, well, you know what? It's, it really is. It, it's, it, it's funny you mention that because, like you said, the, this album came out in 81, Private Eyes, but I kept seeing the videos until like 83, I didn't really yep. see the videos until 83, 84, and that's really when they... And then you didn't realize that they had put out uh, H2O at that point. Right. Was like, no, but Private Eyes was still... All blended in with it. Right, right, Private Eyes was still kind of big. The thing, yeah. Yeah, it had, yeah. It had heavy rotation on MTV. Well, Hall & Oates had massive staying power. Unbelievable. They released an album, and it would just... Kept going and going. Well, you figure, like, to take the Greatest Hits album, you know, like, every song on there, everybody's heard, like, oh, my God, I've heard that tons of times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. They've had, like, hits that are huge. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, two guys that honestly would have not even made it close today. Um, it's amazing what they just, they just hit at the right place at the right time. And, you know, like I said, even Daryl's got live at Daryl's house. Yep. Which is... <laughs> he loves that show. <laughs> no, I do like the show, yeah. but it's more, it's basically the show is... Sing a Hall and Oates song. Sing a Hall and Oates song. Cook have some dipshit come out. Cook some stupid. Make like applesauce. Like <laughs> and tell us how much you love. And Darryl. actually, tell them how much you love Daryl. So, so what? What? What songs of mine really inspired you? Uh, uh, I don't know. Private uh, adult education. I don't fuck. Good, we're singing it. Oh shit. Actually, no. They had uh, was it uh, was it last season, two seasons ago. They had Nick Waterhouse. Yeah. Yeah. That if you want trouble song, they did that one. And he's I which like is, Nick Waterhouse. I which is which is the the, the, the show where he does the he flips the houses. No, that's the yeah. That's a totally different show, I think. I don't even know if it's on anymore. Hey Daryl, stick the fucking thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next we got Morning Train, also nine to five by Sheena Easton for two weeks. Manchester United fight song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> my Jesus first day of victory. Christ. I remember my first day of victory. I remember hearing this song. Aaron Berg is like mouth along to the song. <laughs> he's sitting there actually like he's actually lip syncing to the song. The Hair metal Aaron Berg. That, that was the first. That's the, that was my first Aaron Berg experience. Ladies nice. And gentlemen. He um yeah, and this song you couldn't escape this song in 1981. The, the, no, like, no, you know what no, the sad can... part is? It's it's an earworm and it. It's a catchy, hooky song, and it gets into your ear. And you. This like, list has a ton of earworms. This is definitely one of them. The, the, yeah, the, the wormiest ears. Yes. Yeah, I, I, I you mentioned the uh, the Manchester United fight song, and I, mm. I watched that clip, and I'm sitting, I, I still haven't looked it up. The guy that's the the lead uh, brawler. Hooligan. It's Vinnie Jones. It's Vinnie Jones. Yeah. And I'm like, 
Where do I know him from? He's a juggernaut, bitch. Oh, thank you. <laughs> All I can remember was when he and was... the fact that he's not, he was actually a Manchester United player. All I can remember was like in Snatch when he's listening like Madonna's Lucky Star. Oh God! <laughs> oh, I love this song. <laughs> yeah, this song, man. No, this song definitely sticks in your head constantly. It is oh. a dentist office. Wall of fame. Yeah. You know what? I think yep. she got. I know. Dentist I got to tell Brian. I think she needs to be a grocery store deep cut. <laughs> <laughs> I, I got to tell Matt Mar- this one. Mar- the list. A market basket deep cut. Oh God. Well, <laughs> a lot of the songs in these lists are pretty much. The majority deep of us, cut. I think, have Spotify, so we should just make like the grocery store playlist. It's on there. It is. <laughs> <laughs> the grocery store deep cuts on there. I'm, I'm, <laughs> right I'm going. I'm going on Spotify right now. Hold on. I will find it. Hold on. Wait a minute. Hold on. I got. Oh, I you got it. it. I have it. Hold on. Hold on. Yeah, but I gotta follow it though. That's the thing. Is that I gotta follow this if it's on there. It's it's on here. <laughs> oh my god, Hold the on. grocery store deep cuts. Yeah. Mike, explain the explain the grocery store deep cuts. All right. Brian Dermody one time told me he was creating a whole list of songs that you would hear in the grocery store. The rule was also you can only have one song per artist. So. We're going to kind of get off top just a little bit here. Into the Night happens. by no. Benny Mardon. Songs you just, you go through the grocery store, you're going through the produce aisle, you're going songs, all of a sudden, Into the Night by Barry Mardonis comes on. Oh, or, great. Oh, Jesus. What, what, what's the name of that playlist again? Or Breezin by George Benson, another great grocery song. Grocery Store Deep Cuts. Grocery Store Deep Cuts. It should be on there. Looking for it. Can't find it. If you know what, if you can't find it, have Brian. He'll he'll send it to you. Um, but I'll tell you, there's a, there's, we have 119 songs on here. And I threw a few on there myself. And if yes, you can find Megaforce it on Spotify, I recommend count. it. <laughs> the Megaforce soundtrack doesn't count. The Megaforce soundtrack is a national treasure. Don't mock it. I could probably make a list like that for the um, this, the soundtrack for uh, working at Whelan Park, but it would only have REM songs, and it would definitely only have two REM songs. I have some old pictures from our seventh grade trip to Whelan Park. <laughs> oh, God. Mike needs to clean up and sand us vomit over there. <laughs> Here's where Catherine got tetanus on the comet. <laughs> I can't read that. All right, so next we're, we're on the list, we the one that held the longest, uh, Betty Davis Eyes by Kim Carnes. Nine fucking weeks at number one. She's pure as New York snow. She got Betty Davis. And she'll tease you, she'll unease you Hope better just to please you She's precocious and she knows just what it takes to make a pro blush She's got credit cover, stand up size She's got better day I think anyone listened to this song for nine weeks. I I, I don't get well, it. Well, I don't think anybody listened to it for nine weeks straight. Well, I think it was somebody, enough people did. Somebody, somebody did. Uh, then again, you know, we haven't done enough coke. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. I don't know if she did coke, but man, she made the palm well, oil well, company she, real. She, oh. she didn't. She didn't do all the coke. No, the people that were on coke were like, I gotta slow it down. I'll listen to Betty Davis eyes. Then I'll go to sleep. You know, I think what it was is, you know, she had that raspy kind of odd voice that everybody kind of heard. And it was one of those songs that you like, you listen to, it's like, it's, it's just, again, it's one of those songs, it's just, it's an, again, it's... Oh, why, would it, why, why would I care about... Why, it has the hook. Why would yeah. I care about Betty Davis' eyes anyways? It's just got that constant riff. 
Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Why Betty Davis's eyes? Elizabeth Taylor had the the had, violet eyes. Yeah, now, or Paul Newman's eyes. For God's sake. If the sake. song is written now, it'd be like J Lo's butt. <laughs> She's got Jerry Lopez's butt. <laughs> oh yeah, that I'm thinking about. <laughs> you know what the funny thing is though about Kim, about Kim Carnes though is that like ah Christ out of all <laughs> out of all the the women singers of this era. She's the one with like the least amount of staying power. Could have been the voice, but listen, listen, Kim, you've made the Paul Mall family very rich. We got one record to get out of you, honey. You better make it count. Yeah, she did because I, I don't think she was ever doing cats. <laughs> Feelings. Memories. <laughs> alone. All alone. In the and then, after that, didn't they cast her as the voice of ET? Yeah. <laughs> oh, there you go. No. We loved, loved you in The Exorcist. <laughs> Nine weeks! Nine so you're happy about this. Oh my god. Alright. I can think of a lot worse things. songs. Alright. So bad. one week at number one. Stars on 45. Medley by Stars on 45. Tell you something. When I was at Roller Kingdom, you <laughs> your quarters off the Stratavox machine, damn toot sweet, and you got your ass on the floor when the Stars on 45 came yeah. in there, boy. Yeah. I know. I, I was you, saying it earlier. The Stars on 45 introduced me to the Beatles. Hmm. I'm a little embarrassed. <laughs> As, As you should. Yeah. Gonna say. Be, but I'm not gonna lie about it. They were. I said I really like these songs. My mother said they're the Beatles. You should know. You, yeah, you, mother, you didn't teach me about the Beatles. You taught me about the Everly Brothers. You taught me about uh, Fabian. Uh, <laughs> you taught me about Doobie Brothers. <laughs> yeah, I'll talk about Doobies. Not, not neath your household. <laughs> oh, man. Um, yeah, just ushered in. Well, actually, what it did was it's directly responsible for that shitty, shitty, shitty Beach Boys medley that the Beach Boys themselves put out. Oh, what about God. the Grease medley? Oh, God. Oh. And then when they tried to bring it back in the early 90s with the, um, was it Mix Bunny? No, Jive Bunny. Or something Jive like Bunny. It was like, it was like, you know, uh, oh, it was, they had like, uh, the twists. A, lot of ch- a couple Chubby Checker songs. Yeah. Come, on, come, come on, everybody! Come on, everybody! Come on, everybody! Well, yeah, but that was... And they threw, like, Eddie Cochran in there. It was, like, good songs from the 50s. And they threw all these good songs just ruined them. Yeah, and then but, you but when, see- when you were, if you were a swing dancer and did Lindy Hop... 
and you went up to a DJ, that was the only thing they had to ah, play oh, was God. that. Man. So I can only imagine the guys in the in like the Ninja Turtle burn my costumes. ass. You did, your, you did your best. I went up with my chain and my watch, and I'd swing it up there and go, "Hey, Daddy, oh, what do you got to play?" And that's all they played for me, bastard. I got to put the zoot zoot to use. Come on. And then they made the square motion with their fingers. <laughs> all right. So next up on the list, one week at number one, the one that you love by Air Supply. Such moments as this are too few Oh, it's all up to you It's all up to you Here I am, the one that you love Asking for another day Understand, the one that you love Loves you in so You know what? We oh. can't let a show go by where we can't mention that it is a scientific fact that it is impossible to maintain an erection while looking at <laughs> air supply. Jim Cass. What is <laughs> No problem. Here I am. Hang yeah. on, hang on. <laughs> so I watched this little clip thing on YouTube that had clips of all the videos from all the different songs. And they have the air supply guys. I don't remember if this, if it was this one or the other one that they did. Was it the giant or the dwarf? Uh, it's the both of them singing. It was both of them singing at the microphone, and the tall one is hitting himself <laughs> while he's singing. He is just like swinging his hands, slapping himself in the thighs, trying to stay awake. Well, it's because it upset him because clearly the guy with the afro had a much better voice. <laughs> I remember. Like, was Air Supply just those two guys? They had a backing band. band, but it may as well they, they, have just they were, been. They uh, were the voices, and then everybody else. So like they're the voices and the faces. Right. Else, when I was a kid, when I first heard Air Supply, you loved it. Keep in mind, I'm like five or six. You loved it. Admit it. I did. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not. No shame. It's my guilty pleasure. <laughs> Actually, I have a friend of mine who posted on Facebook. I got Facebook feedback about that later. That's um, yes. guilty pleasure. But uh, <laughs> but you know what's funny is when I first heard Air Supply when I was a kid, I thought that was a girl. Everybody did. Everybody did. Yeah. 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 Everybody All right, what's just that. me then? All right. We had a lovely voice. Yes, he once, did. Once, once you get a guy that sings a little higher than a tenor, it, yeah. everybody All right. I got a soft spot for even nights are better, all right? I'm going to say it right oh, now. I'm sure you cry yourself to sleep. Yes, I do. I'm all right. I was a big fan of that one. Really? Well, we all know, again, it's scientifically impossible to get laid to any of these songs. So. Hey, Lost in Love. Andy, I think you know the, Andy, Andy has field tested these I have field tested them. <laughs> All right. We're going back. Wait, Andy, quick, 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 I watched an hour of Agent Carrera. Now put on air supply. <laughs> <laughs> and it's gone. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, have you guys seen um, a slide whistle? <laughs> have you seen Seven Days in Hell? Yeah. No. Oh, you saw Seven Days in Hell. Have there's, you? There's this great bit where they're they're doing like this computer generated. Um, thing about Andy Samberg's character breaking out of a Swedish prison and it was like and then it was during the shower orgy time <laughs> where he heard the insult and they just show like all these computer generated guys like all lose their erections and they played the slide whistle when it happened <laughs> if I had only known 
I got a slide whistle and the Yankee swap at my last company. God damn it. I probably have somewhere in my... You probably probably have an app that can make a slide whistle. Yeah, but that's different than having an actual 50s replica slide whistle. I have one in school, but I can't You have to have the boing noise, too, every time somebody pops a bone. Yeah. You know, I gotta bring some, like, you know, those, like, little sound effects, like, instruments next time we do things, you know? We just need a better soundboard is what we need. Yeah. Yeah. And more professional equipment. All right, next up. Two, Ooh, yeah. two weeks at number one, Jesse's Girl by Rick oh, Springfield. Yeah, there we go. Man, now we're talking. I'll play along with the charade. That doesn't seem to be a reason to change. You know, I feel so dirty when they start talking cute. I want to tell her that I love her, but the point is probably moot. Because she's watching him with those eyes. And she's loving him with that body. I just know it. Andrew, who played the lead guitar for Jesse's Girl? Because Rick was not up, did not have the chops. Right. It was Nick Spider Gerardo. No. It was Mr. Patricia. Uh, it was, but it's Neil Gerardo. Ni- what did I say? You said Nick. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, Neil. Sorry. Oh, brother. Yes, no, Mr. Patricia Benatar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> That's his legal name. Because uh, he was the Sessions guy. Yep. He was the one who came up with the riff. When we used to go see a friend's cover band, which was called Pocket Trash, they always had to play Jesse's Girl. Well, of course, I you love have. this song. My wife's good friends from high school, her friend's sister, worships to this day Rick Springfield, and every oh. year went on a Rick Springfield cruise, theme cruise, that you got to go to Rick. You know, you got like shit signed from him, and you. Well, apparently, her friend, who's not a big Rick Springfield fan. Had to go drain the weasel on the boat, and yep. who was in there taking a pee but Rick Springfield? And I'm sure his sister's first question was, did you bring the net? <laughs> <laughs> did you skim the top of the urinal? <laughs> did I see he was in some show recently? Probably. There was something, I saw a commercial where, I don't know if it was a comedy I know there was parody. some kind of legal was, thing. No, but there was like a TV show where I... I don't know if it oh, was like a cameo or some weird City. thing, but I remember seeing something. He was like in it recently. Dave Grohl did a, a documentary about the Sound City Studios in California, and he got all of the artists to come back. Oh, was it the HBO? It was. It was, it was well, it was HBO. There was like, some HBO thing. I remember Dave Grohl did, and I was like, it, it was really good. It was. It was, but like you know, because Fleetwood Mac and all that was on it, and Rick Springfield. Yeah, it was like one of the one of the people. No, but there was like some TV going. show. He was like saw on it for something, and I remember what it was. There. On, on my Facebook feed, I have at least, like, five or six friends that are obsessed with Rick Springfield. And they're all over 40. Well, Diane, Diane loves him. Really? Oh, she loves him, yeah. He's yeah. hard to hold. But he's, like, he's a lot like Hall and Oates. Not to the same degree, but Rick Springfield had shitloads of hits. Yeah, he did. Absolutely. He had shitloads of hits. Well, he had that movie, Hard to Hold, who actually had, like, two or three more hits out of, just out of the Yeah. Movie. Which is amazing because nobody saw that movie. No, you heard the songs, but that was yeah. Like, actually, I, I, I'm pretty sure that even like the crew had their backs turned the entire time. So <laughs> they never actually did <laughs> That is a fact. All right, <laughs> next up, 
Oh, oh, you know what? This actually tied Betty Davis size for the most weeks at number one. This, nine this, weeks! This I'm shocked, Betty. Number 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 one uh, for nine weeks. Endless, Endless love, love by Diana oh, Ross. That's a right now. You? That is like the karaoke duet song. You and I sang it beautifully. I'm not. I'm not, I'm not surprised. <laughs> How many wedding songs? Except that, that no, I was a little surprised that we sang it beautifully. But um. Oh my god! Actually, how many this wedding is, songs was this? Was this in like the eighties? No, oh my god! No, this, seriously, no, like, no. How many like, girls Some people were... probably, some people actually made this their wedding song. Endless love, come on. Yeah, Larry yeah. Richie and Diana Ross. I remember going to a few weddings. My mom taking me to a few weddings in the eighties for her friends. This, this was. Oh, absolutely. This, Joe, this you're my date. Oh god! No. <laughs> This is a much wow, better was a song guy. than Betty Davis Eyes, though. Come on. But here's the thing, though. I mean, I like this song. when I was when I was a kid, uh, and this song was very very popular, uh, our weekends were spent at my dad's house, and the only channel he could only get one channel on the TV, and, and because it was Saturday night, Solid Gold was on. Oh my god! And you were guaranteed in the pretty much the entire year he lived in that in that apartment. That the this song was going to come on. In fact, I believe this is the first time I learned cynicism. The, My eyes rolled up, and all of a sudden, like the the choir of heavenly angels, like ah! the, the divorced dad special. The divorced dad special. Ladies yep. and gentlemen, the evolution. We're going to get into some more of that in a little bit. Hey, but. I, I didn't, wait, can I just I say didn't. this? This is the evolution of Andy DeSisto, ladies and yep. gentlemen. <laughs> now more than ever, because my dad showed me Preacher Double Feature like when we were in his house. Yeah, yeah, no, this was like, like this was like guaranteed like, every fucking week on Solid Gold. Every week? Every, every week. week. And they, you always had, like, a slow dance in yep. the shadows. <laughs> they were wearing their Golden May thongs, and they were dancing around. Oh, oh Dion yeah. Warwick. And Dion Warwick was going, I know this is got K. <laughs> She had that frosted, like, short haircut, too. But this was Lionel at his... At his afro-iest. Afro. This is his afro-iest. Oh. Yes. Um, have you guys actually ever seen the movie that this song came from? No. Yes. It is... Wait a there's a movie that this came from? It is bonkers. No, it's, it it's, it's Brooke fucking, Shields. It's terrible. It's Brooke Shields, yeah. It's Brooke Shields and the, and the other guy from um, Blue Lagoon. Yeah. Likes... No, no it's, not, it's not Chris Atkins. Oh, is it Gabe Kaplan? No, nah, probably. Gabe Kaplan? <laughs> This movie is He's fucking a, bonkers. Hey, Brock, you like I've already got today. Wait, the movie's called Bonkers? <laughs> oh. No, it's called Endless Love. Yeah. But oh. it's like about, like, no, forbidden love that. and he burns her house down. He burns something. her house down, then accidentally, you know, his, her father's chasing because him not, to get get rid of him, and he gets run over by a car. Yeah, because nothing's wow. more romantic to stalk her than stalking. Hey, Billboard named this the greatest song duet of all time. Billboard are a I bunch call of shenanigans. <laughs> Billboard are a bunch of fucking assholes. I call fucking shenanigans. <laughs> what, you don't mean shit. the Huey Lewis and, uh, what's her name, you know, from that, what, that duets movie wasn't, like, better? <laughs> I call shenanigans on that <laughs> shit, too. Thank you. <laughs> Just because. Gwyneth Paltrow's the love of God. The beauty of Wikipedia. Endless love, the movie that this came Where from. is Ozzy Osbourne and Lita Ford? In that. And, I don't know, I, I just said that fact. didn't have the list. 
But the Endless Love movie, Tom Cruise in his film debut. That's right. Wow. Yeah. That's right. Secret Outsiders was his James Spader in his second film role. And I'm sure he's playing somebody smarmy. Probably. (laughs) All right. So next up on the list, Jim. Three weeks at number one, Arthur's theme, Best You Can Do by Christopher Cross. Now this song won the Oscar that year for best uh, best song in a movie. Great. It won a few uh, Grammys. Too, oh maybe. God, yeah. You know what? This song is just I love this song. It's so dumb, but I just you cannot you cannot love this song. Hey, here we go. Wait a minute. I know it's crazy. You got a problem with true. Lionel, but you like Christopher Cross. I, there's just something about this. <laughs> hey, Christopher Cross is a national treasure. You're a national dipshit. <laughs> How can you? Your credibility just went right out the window. <laughs> sure. How can you defend against that insult? I mean, there's no way. Dudley Moore is English, so that's all you need. Oh, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> that's right. Now, the real question is, did they play this song in the Arthur remake starring Russell Brandt? Oh, I'm sure oh, they God. did. And I'm sure. I'm sure Katy Perry did it. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Funny thing about this song, though, is that, um, you know, that, that whole line about the moon in New York City. Yeah. It's crazy. The, yeah, it's I know true. it's true. There, there's a, <laughs> one of the songwriters was friends with Peter Allen, who was a, um, like a Broadway singer. He was married. He was, he was Leslie Minnelli's beard for a few years. And um, he had always said, he'd always used that as like a little quip that he's, you know, when he get caught between the moon and New York City. And they were looking for a hook for the song. And the I think it was Diane Warren was the singer or whatever. She called them, called him up like, hey, what was that thing that you used to say all the time? And he told her. They put it in the song and ended up having to give this guy like full uh, songwriting credit for it. He won an Oscar just be he had no involvement with the song whatsoever. And now Christopher Cross is stuck at Golden Corral yeah. <laughs> serving gravy. Or the Arby's. Not Arby's anymore. It's Golden Corral. Oh, yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, it's no it's large ride evolution. like the wind, but what is it? <laughs> hey, Cross! God that, damn it! That song's that song song not going to refill itself! How about when Rick Moranis did like a parody of it? Please don't bring that up again. <laughs> God. God. Hey, did you see that? Yes, my. <laughs> Jimmy, like Christopher Cross, just admit it, we'll so Thank you. Yeah, this one, next one will make you feel better. We got Private Eyes by Hall Oates. Like Two that. weeks at number one. Great song. One of my favorites. It's
Great song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, again, another Voyeur song. Oh. Stalking. They, 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 they always, well, it's not Barry Mardonis, but you know what is. They leave out the point where, you know, he has a good drill and he, like, drills a hole in the wall and watches John Oates get dressed. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the way, best way he could do watch it. it. Watch him put on put on his mustache. He leaves, yeah, he leaves him $100 and just sits there pantsless watching him comb his mustache. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're my bitch still. Look at it. Um... Not a whole lot you can say about this song because, it's, again, it's just another great single from Hall & Oates. Catchy, catchy, catchy. Yep. The, the I was very... just sitting there and like, the, the, the double clapping yeah. have yeah. a new yeah. meaning. Yeah. Oh, I, it, absolutely. My kids do it now in the back seat when yep. it's on. Oh, God. It's a good song. Yeah. But you know what? That's what you... You never look at a Hall & Oates song and go, wow, that's awesome. But they are so solid that... Yeah. They're good. They, yeah, they, 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 they sing catchy chops. songs. They got yeah. chops. No, but it, it's not. I mean, I'm, I'm, it's not like wow, Beatles great because they probably have as many hits as the Beatles did. But I'm just saying. But no, they, they're, they they are solid. They just they don't like really said, jump song, out. Private Eyes. I mean, like I said the video. I kept seeing the video right mm-hmm. up until '85, '86. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Quite a video, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Oh, they're wearing piece. trench coats. Yep. Do you yep. know what that means? <laughs> there was some nudity going on. <laughs> Don't pan down. John Oates is here. That's some adult education right there. Oh. All right, so last on the list. Say going into? Six weeks at number one. Wow. And again, this is what brings us full circle to our 1982 show. Physical by ONJ herself, Olivia Newton-John. Really? remember that video when that all the big fat hilarious. guys were in there all of a sudden yeah. magically became like you know like guys in like little thongs you know it's amazing that this is the most disco song on the list but it came at the end of 81 yeah well they all yeah all the in the video all the guys turn into hot sexy gym queens and leave with each other she got no ass that yeah no. No. no yeah she had a better chance with a fat guy eating a donut <laughs> yeah <laughs> probably yeah <laughs> Well, you know, Travolta, late, many years later, well, they did that Well, you know, well, there's still a question about John, but... Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't think... What was that is. other movie that her and him were in? I'm not looking for a live... Two of a kind. What was it? Two of a kind. Yeah. So, yeah. It was some angels, like, trying to help them get together and shit, yeah. you know. Yeah. Are you not talking about Xanadu? No, Xanadu is awesome! Come on! <laughs> the majority of her movies can be sh- can be seen on the cinema snobs, so... Pretty much. <laughs> um, yeah, we kind of... Not a whole lot that we have to go over with this. So, um, before we move on to Facebook feedback, I do want to just point out one thing that we brought we haven't uh, done yet. And it's kind of fitting, because in 1981, Bruce Dickinson joined Iron Maiden. So, after a lot of searching, I found the Iron Maiden beer, The Trooper. Which is not on his first record. No, it's not, but... 
It's Sorry. Up, it's still semantics, Jim. Semantics. It's still, it's still apropos. So uh, let's crack a couple of these open real quick before we do the Facebook feedback. Phoenix left it. Just left the bottle? Oh, I remember he had it, so I kept it. I actually washed it out and kept it. All right. I hope you wash it. I hope you it. Trust me, now. Jim, I liked all the bottle, okay? You know, who knows where that to may not be enough. You're already crapping on BMX. You've never met him. I like you, Jim. I, no, I've met BMX a couple of times. All right, who wants some of the, some of the trooper? Oh, I like some. some trooper. I've had it. Actually, it's pretty damn good. Okay. Tastes like dead. It, it tastes Joe. pretty heavy, but kind Thank of you. metallic. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, it is, it is. So I like it, Mike. <laughs> I like it. For the guy yeah. that doesn't drink beer. <laughs> okay, you got to crack open pumps. another one of these things here. All right, while Andy's so doing that, yeah. uh, I'm going to talk about some Facebook feedback because, as always, I always get all yeah, the Facebook Mike, you deliver every time. I do, because you know I what? I got a lot. lot of cool people on my Facebook page. So, um, first off, I want to talk about a couple oh, things. So we mentioned thing. some things on here already, but I'm going to talk about a few things. Uh, Jill Benson Jackson, celebrating an anniversary today, by the way. Um, she goes, oh my God, OMG, just pulled up a billboard list. So many great ones. I think for me, in 1981, it was all about air supply. It was my first record of my own. Yeah. Her first record was I air supply. I am so list. sorry. Oh, Jill. <laughs> um, Chris Spiro, this is the guy that actually owns Shea Siam over in Marlboro. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, I had his daughter in school. Great family. Nice, nice family. What? Uh, he mentioned Rapture by Brondi. Brondi? Um, Who's Brondi? Brondi. Yes, I can't even talk tonight. Um, I thought, I thought we were leaving the racist... Yeah, exactly. You don't need like Brondi. Like Brondi's. That's the see, I see those on campus. <laughs> I thought we were right. leaving the racist thing behind. You didn't need to make fun of the Japanese. They're, and, uh, they're, uh, How do you know he was? Uh, What's yeah. the matter with you? <laughs> Would it make you feel better if I said I know what came in my mouth right now? Yes. Yeah, okay. Let me see. Blondi. Thank you. Um... So, Rapture by Blondie, we talked about. Jesse's Girl, we talked about. This is um, really good. <laughs> <laughs> is it Eric good? I suspect no, that to be something of a no, lie, Jim. It wasn't nearly as bad as I'm gonna, that. Oh, shit. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take... You know what? I'm taking this up with Bill Kerwin. All right. Also, we have... Um, oh, really? Because he loves it? Oh, he, well, he's a, such a huge... Uh, later fan. on, we're going to talk about this one, Believe It or Not, by yeah, Joey exactly. Scarsbury, the theme for The Greatest yeah. American oh, Hero. Yeah. We'll talk about that later. Yep. Um, my friend Doug Monson from college. Living memories of I Love a Rainy Night on the radio all, all the time that summer. Hungry Heart, an underrated Bruce Springsteen tune, and Foreigner, one of the most underrated <laughs> bands of all time with Urgent on my iPod today. Underrated? What? what? They're not underrated. Yeah, that was it was in the top thirty. This is what I'm reading. I'm reading my posts. Um, then we have uh, Rachel I went to high school with Kids America by Kim Wilde, and then Brian Dermody. Jesus. Oh, this ought to be in. There. Oh, Brian Dermody. Now here's where this is where it gets oh, funny. He goes, boy. Jesus, the Billboard Year End 100 from '81 is basically my grocery store playlist. Please explore the themes of working class romantic NUI couched in the second verse of Hungry Heart. We already talked about that. The earworminess of morning train and I love a rainy night, and the fact that Ario Speedwagon forced the awkward rhyme, I don't want to believe it, not for a mean it. Hey. And I'm reading it as he They ran out of smack. And, uh, <laughs> what do you want? Nikki Villas, Ricky, Rick Springfield, Jesse's Girl, Juice Newton, Queen of Hearts. Oak Ridge Boys, Elvira, Shrozen oh, 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 o
the worst song of the year. That's and, then, and my buddy Doug responds. <laughs> my buddy Doug responds. I had Elvira on 45. Outstanding. Oh, he should be deported. <laughs> yeah. He should be deported out of the country. Oh my God, God. that song hey, is so awful. And then right. uh, Nikki goes, Oh wait, wait. All notes, private eyes. Journey, don't stop believing, and the best song ever, Queen Under Pressure. No, Under Pressure's good. Was that 1980 though? Yeah, 81. No, it was 81. It was on the list. Yep, I didn't add it. Well, great song, and we saw the Foo Fighters do a cover of it, and it was goddamn awesome. awesome. They killed it. Jamie Attaway. Yeah. She for another friend of ours. John Lennon's woman, foreigner urgent. Oh, I can't. Andy, get the sound ready. I can't. Do you have it? Oh, yeah, one second. One second. Doesn't that kind of fucking ruin it? You just ruined it. No, no, it hasn't ruined it yet. We have a certain sound. We have to go for this next song. Yeah, one second. I've got to pull it up here because it closed out. Let me go to Tom. Let me skip over it. Let's skip over it. Damn it. All right. So, go ahead. A little bit. A little premature eagle there. Jamie Attaway. Okay, John Lennon woman. Foreign urgent, Andy. Yep. <laughs> Neil effing Diamond, America. Thank you. Uh, that's on my. That's on a running playlist. Gets me every of course, time. On the radio, it's just gonna sound like two balls. Oh, two here we talking. go. <laughs> Steely Dan's Hey Nineteen. Steely Dan. Oh God. They are criminals. They're criminals. They are so it's awful. They trick people into. They should be clapped in irons and dragged to jail. Oh, they are that bad. Ladies and gentlemen, Jimmy can't. Theory, no, he no, loves Steely Man. Oh, I hate uh, Moving on, Man. we have Richard Krause, Dickie Krause, Ooh. Tom Sawyer's Rush, Waiting on a Friend by the Stones, oh, High and Dry by Def Leppard, Ooh, yes. really good. Fly High Again by Ozzy oh, Osbourne. Yeah. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Tom Sawyer's Rush, not Rush's Tom Sawyer? Rush's Tom Sawyer. Yeah, I'm going by It's the Novocaine, right, Mike? It's the Maiden It's the Novocaine. Bray's beef is brilliant. Um, the cocaine, Novocaine. Kellen yeah. Collins, Girls on Film by Duran Duran. Yeah, I still yeah. remember oh, yeah. some, of my da- some of the dance my sister and I made up. And how jealous I was that she could do things at age 10 with a rib cage that at age 5 were impossible for me. And then me my too. friend May, Who Can It Be Now by Men at Work. That's not 81, is it? Yes, it is. It was released in 81. It was released in 81. No, it was released in 81, but it actually charted pretty much everywhere. In 81, except for in the U.S. Men at Work. We discussed it. We actually discussed it in 82. I think Men at Work, one of the great sax solos of all. One of the great sax solos. Well, one of the great sax, like, you know. All right, I got some uh, feedback as well. Jimmy Horton, Diary of a Madman, my favorite Ozzy Osbourne album. Rhodes' guitar work is haunting in the epic eponymous track. Like a nightmarish Led Zeppelin. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Our buddy Ape Cod. This was the year Rush released Moving Pictures, which is vastly more important than anything else that happened that year. Or any other. Wow. Well, good for him reaching for that fucking rainbow. Yeah. Huh? <laughs> Jamie then retorts with uh, Don't Stop Believing" and Journey's Escape. I accept it with open arms, to which I replied, Sir, that will earn you the game show failure horns. And then um, Luzanka brings up, um, while the album was released in 1980, Blondie's Rapture was released as a single in 81. Just throwing that out there. Have we brought up Rapture at all tonight? Yeah, we did. Oh, okay. Like twice. I know. I know. <laughs> the Iron Maiden beer isn't that strong. Yeah, no. Okay, what, uh, guys, uh, overall impressions of the Trooper, nobody really seems to care for it that yeah. much. Um, I'm, I'm fine uh, with it. You know, it's, 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 okay. it's okay. It's not like that nightmare you brought for the other, the, the show where we cracked the beers on on the mic. 
the Shandy. Oh, which no, 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 no. It was when I was, It was now after I became regular. It was. It was some eighties Miller. Some not even Miller. Oh was, no, it was Miller High Life. Oh, God. oh yes, yeah. Yep. Andy, I got a no, silver I mean, lining to this beer. Yeah. No, no major aftertaste. Right. No, you're right. No there taste is no major. at all. Yeah. This is a step above Dell's. The Dell's Narragansett. No, I mean this. I, this uh, is. This tastes like any mass-produced American lager. Budweiser, MGD, Coors. I mean, it's... No. Schlitz. Schlitz. Schaefer. 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 But it's got a way cooler Gosh. picture on it. Yeah, the exactly. That's really the reason why you buy it. It's, it's all marketing. It's all about the marketing. It's not nearly as heavy as like what I was expecting it to be. All right. So let's move on to our notable what you, singles. What? Yes, I Jim. Just had some, I'm sorry. My thing's about to die. And I, oh, you know what? All right, yeah. I, I just have ahead. a couple quick events. I found some right. events that happened in 1981. I got the same page. You can use mine. Oh, you do? Yeah, anyway. okay, good. All right, a um, couple things. Um, this one's my favorite. Wendy O. Williams of the Plasmatics is arrested in Milwaukee for simulating masturbation with a sledgehammer on stage. <laughs> Giving well, a new, new meaning to the term, hammered. Uh, Ozzy Osbourne bites the head off of a dove at a CBS record label gathering in Los Angeles, which that event and that action actually probably made him a gazillion dollars. Yeah. Didn't he, is this before or after he bit the head off? The Go-Go's are actually some no, IRS that's, records. No, that's... He never really bit... Uh, no, did he ever bite the head off of that? It was, um, it was, it was, a, oh. it was a stunt. Oh, oh yeah. This back. is my last one. This is very important. British pop group Bucks Fizz wins the 26 Eurovision Song Contest held at the RDS Simmons Court Pavilion, Dublin, with the song Make Up Your Mind. No, making your mind up. Shut your face. All right. Now, that's now held in Andy's backyard. The Eurovision <laughs> Oh, no, song. wait a minute. This is a sad moment. Eight, April 18th, yes announced they're breaking up. Yeah, oh. yeah that, that lasted. Yeah, <laughs> three years later, order. They were reunite frequently in years to come. Here's a couple things. Here's, well, here's here's for me for being being the Eric Clapton fan that I am. March 14th, suffering from bleeding ulcers, Eric Clapton is admitted to United Hospital in St. Paul, Minnesota. Joe. It's because of his alcoholism. I was say, yeah. Joe, where did he get the ulcers from? A month later, April 22, Eric Clapton is taken to the hospital, suffering for, from bruised ribs and a lacerated shin. Following a car accident, which was from drunk driving. What? But thankfully, five days later, Ringo Starr and Barbara Bach married. Well, that's good. Two days later, Barbara Bach's ca cataracts fell out. <laughs> <laughs> and she said, what the She's fuck? She's right, miraculously healed. Oh, I thought I was marrying Paul. <laughs> Someone told me a beetle. Couldn't have been George. Oh, wait, November 18th. While sitting in Tom's restaurant in New York City, Suzanne Vega composes the song, Tom's Diner. Mm. Oh, somebody should punch her Everybody? up. Everybody? That was sing it. Talk about talk about the grocery store. The last time I went, yeah. Really? I was the the actual is like the DNA Tom's Diner. The the single the single where she's where she's doing the da 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 Saturday morning cartoon time. Yep. Uh -huh. That's right. Now, Joe is from Rico. Puerto Rico. I don't know if he's from Menudo Town, but... I, I, I have a soft spot for Menudo. Oh, of course you do. Of course you do. You, you asshole. They weren't that bad. Who doesn't like greasy mustaches is, and jokes? I said it last this time. I'll say it now. School's out for summer! <laughs> Sung by uh, Stuart. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. I, I am from Puerto Rico. And 1981, I was 
still living on the island, and my grandparents my grandparents took me to a concert. wasn't my It wasn't my choice. I uh, thought I'd look, enjoy look, it. Look, look, no one will judge you. Oh, thank you. If you want to say you. you really wanted to go, that's okay. <laughs> did you like Ricky? Was I Ricky did. Martin, your favorite? <laughs> yeah. Okay. He was great. I don't think he was in the group at that time. Was yes, he was. Oh, he was. I got dragged to Shanana. He's only. I win. Years. He's only a couple years older than I. Is that your first concert? Shanana. I'm sorry. My first one was R.E.M. Green. No, it wasn't. Yes, it was. All right, what do you got now? All right, next. So now we got some uh, notable singles. So these are stuff that didn't hit number one, but are kind of notable in their long-lastedness. We'll start first with, as my wife calls it, the unkillable earworm, Lady by Kenny Rogers. You have gone. For so many years I thought I'd never find you You have come into my life and made me whole Lady And that's the only, that's the only song that's the only that I know is Lady and then Something, something and I love you Yeah Yeah <laughs> You don't mind that I got boogers in my beard and that you love me. And chicken parts. <laughs> and then you, you, you go, lady, again. You gotta throw that in. Actually, it's not a bad song. Oh. Wow. Wow. Damn it. He's Mike, like, Mike Gulick. He's taking, a civil line today. Michael Gulick taking the uh, Mike Cicerona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mind the song. I have, well, we all, all have like, our guilty pleasures. I just have more than everybody else. Country music that probably... That probably yeah, it's kind of temporary. The only vision I have of him singing this song though is in that cream-colored suit, hunkered over a microphone it's on solid gold, sweating, yeah. sweating <laughs> profusely, sweating chicken grease. Hey. <laughs> All of a sudden, Dionne Warwick comes over and just starts swaying with him, <laughs> and then she smells his. I don't think. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, no, you know what? I don't think she's. Sw- I don't think she's swaying. I think she's trying to keep her balance from the freaking. Uh, from that that musk. The musk. Yeah, musk. You <laughs> think he used canoe? <laughs> Kenny Rogers used to I remember when we were playing poker about, uh, back Stetson, uh, no, he's a Stetson man. And every time you throw your bet in, you start going, you start thinking of the game one. I know, I'm sure nobody's ever done that. Nope, no. All right, so next up on the list of notable singles, number 62 in the Billboard Top 100 of the year, Ed, Neil Diamond, America! Fuck yeah! I've got a problem with that song. Because he says everywhere around the world, everybody's coming to America. That's not true. Far, we've been traveling far. Without a home, not without a star. Only one will be free We 
There are people stuck in the darkest corners of Africa that they are not coming to America right yeah. now. Nope. <laughs> they do if they want a lottery. Yeah, that's true. I know this is like a Fourth of July staple. This I is a. I remember every year we'd like uh, me and like the Sullivans, we like my parents and the Sullivans, we'd all go to like, you know, Hampton Beach. We'd leave at like six o'clock in the morning, and this song was on the radio every single time. We did it for, like four or five years. I got every I'm, time. I got. I remember. This, I remember the song being played a lot in 1984. You know, you had the Olympics going. Yeah. Ronald Reagan. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You know what I remember? This is this is a Roller Kingdom classic. I mean, this is a good song. No, I actually. It has, it, a, it has a really good beat. I like oh, this absolutely. song. I can't help it. I mean, you can't help but sing in, in Neil right. Boys for it. Everywhere every, around the world, they come into America. Every boy and every girl, they come into America. How many of you can say they saw this live? Let me raise my hand for a minute. Did you go? What, did you go to the half shell for this one? No, I. <laughs> A couple years ago, um, a couple years ago, the half show when he was here for uh, Fourth of July, he won tickets. I won tickets. He went instead of being a nice boy and going to the retirement home and just donating them. Did you do that, Mike? Nope. No, you're a sack of shit. (laughs) You had to go yourself. Salmon Pond Mall had this evening giving. You were working one of those nights. I signed up for the raffle. A couple days later, I got a thing. Congratulations, you won two tickets to Neil Diamond on January 16th or whatever. Three days after my birthday, so we went. Ma, put on your dancing clothes. <laughs> hey, he performed for over two hours. Concert and stuff. Nice. I'll give him credit for that. That's amazing, because I saw him on the point of the last really. a few years ago. It looked like he had completely given up. I think he's the Neil bot. <laughs> All right. Well, the funny thing was, when he had people oh! behind him, he's like, where'd you guys get those seats? And actually, at one point, he actually went and sang to those people behind him, which I thought was pretty classic. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they were good. Did they show now? Did they show footage of him like getting up on the couch and jumping into that gold lamey jumpsuit? Or no, he didn't do that this year. He didn't oil himself up no. and jump in. Why wouldn't he? I don't know. That doesn't make any sense at all. Or we got the next one. That's in, yeah. All right. One second. I can get the thing back here. Okay. All right. So number eleven on the year end, real American Eagle hero by Joe Scarberry. The show that Joey American Hero. It's it came up in the list that I saw as theme from Greatest Grace American, American Hero. Yeah. Princes, believe it or not, and right about a sub, about a special needs teacher who gets superpowers <laughs> in every school district. Yeah, like he needs. I love this needs. song. He gets the superpowers from a sp- suit, but it didn't come with the documentation. Shame on them. No, 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 no. He, did, but he, he lost, lost them. He lost him. And then the and, second time, and he, then he got the book. Kid, and then he met a kid that explained to him, you take three running steps and a big leap. I'm sorry. I remember they gave him like the instructions the second time because the aliens came back and gave him another like a copy of the book. And he shrunk down. He shrunk back up. And he forgot the book. And no. it's like all little, tiny, couldn't find it again. <laughs> he shrunk up? Yes, <laughs> he was looking, reading how to use the thing. Yeah, he shrunk down and shrunk up. Yeah. <laughs>
So glad the shit settles in Mike's mind. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. Hey, all right. We, we love we love that show. The guy yeah. the guy's name was Ralph. My brother named all of his stuffed animals Ralph for years. That show was on for what three years, I think. Two. Uh, and it, it wasn't on as long as you thought. But the funny it was. thing was, I remember there was like supposed to be like some like reboot of the show where uh, apparently apparently like you know they were mad at William Cat for using the suit wrong, the and they gave it some and they gave it yeah some girl who was gonna like take over or something. Yeah. Like that. But that didn't like take off because people were pissed at it. That no, show is rife for parody. Like, it is rife for, like, a comedic, like, reboot. Mm. I know. I love Patton yeah. Oswalt to play this character. The best parody was on, on, on uh, uh, Robot Chicken. Oh, God. I think Jack that? Black should play the character. What do you think, Jim? Uh, probably one of Seth Rogen's stoner guys. That's yeah. Really could do it. Seth Rogen himself? Maybe. Get Michael Sarah to do it. I know. You get I'm Jason Siegel, Siegel, you'll see his dick at some point. Yeah, Michael Sarah. Sip time. There you go. Thank you, 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 need, you need somebody that can grow the blonde fro. The Jufro. That's the what they call it. The blonde Jufro. The blonde Jufro. Actually, you know what? Michael Sarah's hair is pretty out there, so. Yeah. yeah. All yeah. right, let's move it on. Um, number 25 on the year end Kids in America <laughs> by Kim Wilde. <laughs> And the funny thing is, if you listen to the song, it actually kind of sounds ahead of its time. In this, in a, I mean, I'm not saying it's a great song. No, it's great. Or, you know, oh, it's a really cool song. It is, but it yeah. almost sounds like it's like ahead of its time, in yep. a sense, because it never doesn't sound 1981. It really doesn't, if you right, listen to it. Right, it because doesn't, it doesn't sound like, you know, I'd say it's at least post, more, post-disco era. No, I think it was really kind of pushing that almost like electric synth like new wave sound. It's right. funny because her later sort stuff of. sounds nothing like this. No, not at, at all. all. When she redid uh what was it was the song she Set redid, Me Free. Uh, yeah, thank you. Yeah. Oh uh, yeah. Again, another Roller Kingdom classic. <laughs> she, also, it. she also did a uh, cover of Set Me Free, why don't you, baby? That's what we were just talking about. Yeah. Where are you? I'm sorry. Yeah. That's okay. Lots of ACDC. Alright. Hey uh, who uh who came up with Another One Rides the Bus by Weird Al? Gee, I wonder. It was on the uh, it was on his EP that came out. It was that and uh, Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung, and I think one other song. So, Kate Catherine, you were the one who came up with this. Yeah. Joe, pay up. Ah! Self-titled. It was later? Okay. Yeah. yeah. I wasn't sure. Victor, yeah, yeah. Before, before, 
Yeah, before oh. the self-titled came out, there was the EP with Ed, with another one rides the bus and Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung. Who could forget Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung? No, every like. I don't know Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung. Mr. Frump and the Iron Lung. Catherine, though, for the next one, I'm going to give you tons of credit for throwing this on here, because I'm assuming this was you as well. Yeah. The Breakup Song, they don't write them, by the Greg Kinn Band. Five of the year end. That's amazing how high that is. Mm-hmm. That's a great song. I'm just shocked that it actually went that high. It was actually a few ver- like, like like an alternative version of that song. Really? Yeah. I love that song. It's a great song. Great, great song. guitar riff. It's better than yeah. Jeopardy. It's better than Jeopardy. Um, and you'll also put on there "Tainted Love" by Soft Cell, which while it was number one in the UK, Canada, and France, uh, charted in '82 for the USA. Sometimes I feel I've got to run away, I've got to get away from the pain you drive into the heart of me, the love we share. I like this song. Yeah, there's another one, yeah. Are you talking about the version that had, like, you know, the baby, where my love go? God, I hope not. No, I it's, hated it's, that. It's the, baby, it's the soft... Baby, baby, baby. No, no, it's the soft cell cover. Because remember, like, they kept... I remember, like, how long that song would go on for. Yeah. And it really No, dragged. no, baby, where did our love go? It has nothing to do with the... Well, no, because like, it also would transition. It, yeah. It. No, no. Yeah. It was just a seed, and then they went out of it. So, next up on the list... Oh. And we're actually going to talk about this a little further when we get into the albums. Or are we? No, we're not. So we might as well talk about the album, too, because I didn't write it down here. Nope. Start Me Up, number 22 by the Rolling Stones. My God, you can't go to a sporting event or a beer commercial without hearing Start Me Up. Gentlemen, start your engines! Man in it! Oh, no. <laughs> the, little, the little clip thing I saw on YouTube uh, titled it Star Me Up. And I was like, guy, it's Start Me Up, which is why Start Me Up and I'll Never Stop actually makes sense. 
No, the thing is, though, like, when I was a kid, this is, like, the first Rolling Stones song I ever heard. But I was sick. No. Well, I was six. I mean, so that was the thing. But the funny thing is, you know, I was able to kind of, like, really listen to them and hear their older catalog, which is, again, far superior. Uh, but, again, like I said, 1981. I would say that's their last great album. That's a, yeah. that's a great record. It was a good album. I love it. Yeah. But you know what? But you know what? It's, it, it's funny. It, it's, it, it's kind of their last great album, but it's also kind of their revival album. For the 80s. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. The album before it was Emotional Rescue, and that's not good. No. Right. But you don't like well, the no, old night you gotta, shining. You gotta, you gotta, oh, you gotta remember, in the late 70s, during the late 70s, the Rolling Stones were just, they were at the bottom of the barrel. Well, it's because they're getting their asses kicked by, like, The Who and Led Zeppelin were killing right. them. I think Creed Richards hadn't gone through his like fourth like blood, blood transfusion. transfusion <laughs> yeah. Oh, he was a mess. Yeah, we, yeah. Just, we watched we watched the the official promo. It's not a video. It's the official now promo for that song, and it's like okay, the dancing. They're just making it up. There's no choreography. Yep. And, and somebody oh didn't God, tell Bill Wyman but... what not to no, wear that shirt. No, I can't remember. Is Ron, was Ronnie Wood part yeah. of the band? Yeah. Band? Yeah. Okay. And there was a couple. There you know. There's the people that are up front. Selling it, you know, mugging to the cameras, and the other guys going, "This video thing's never gonna take off." Yeah, exactly. But Charlie Watts is just back there, like, "Oh, when I get back to the hotel, I'm gonna shoot up so much." much it's not even funny. <laughs> you know, funny is the video stuff. Charlie did Watts take off. never did drugs, and then never. What ten, fifteen years later? I thought he was a horrible heroin addict. Charlie Watts. Yeah. No, he's, he's okay. Clean. Yeah. He was clean. No, the yeah, dude wore a suit you, when he punched Mick out, so that's a that's a videos, cool thing. Yeah, he was classy. They're on MTV anymore, but no. Yeah, the guy's a jazz trained musician. People what do you want? People still like them, but they just put them straight to Vivo on YouTube. Right. We were just talking about earlier, but like, you know, yeah, videos didn't take off. Yeah, they did take off for a while, and then like what, a couple of years, you know, 20, 25 years later, Teen Mom came out. Yep. So I gotta say though, on Tattoo You, I actually like Hang Hang Fire better. Waiting for a friend is really. Waiting good. for a friend's a really good song. Was Beast of Burden on that album? I no. Was that tattoo? Was that the? No, album? that was sometimes. That's on uh, some girls. That's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. I can remember. I mean, I like I. I don't mind it. I don't it's mind it's the album. not a bad album. album. No, but like I said, it's, but this it, is it's this a is, fine is, record. They have much, much better stuff in their catalog. Absolutely, yeah. and it's all over. That was their good 80s record, I guess. That but I think their, for a lot of us, this was the introduction. This was the introduction to the Stones. Cause, yeah, because that, yeah. that came out in 81, and it's a fun song. Right. I mean, both my mom and my dad were both really big rock and roll people, so I'm, I'm, I guarantee I've definitely heard stuff prior to Start Me Up, but... WBCN, well, my, you know, just they used to play well, my, the song to death. My uncle, was, my uncle was a huge Stones fan, and he had the early catalog. He after '73, he did not. He was like, hmm. the Stones, Fuck this disco 64, shit. '64 to '70, <laughs> no, the Stones. He was like '64 to '73. That's it, no more. '73 is like hot yeah. stuff. Come on, those are. Oh songs. no, you know what he likes? Exile. Yeah, he liked Exile on Main Street. That's considered their best album. Yeah. No, He's like, came anything out of the 1990 that came out of the room? So that's all 89. I listened to. It was 89? Okay, yeah. 89 Steel Wheels was supposed Steel to be the next Tattoo You, and it, it was, was awful. It was it not was that good. Awful. They had mixed emotions. That was pretty much well, the had, they came out that they, After Tattoo You, they came out with Undercover. Undercover of the Night, and which is not that's a, good. That's a massive shit fest. Um, and then after that, it was yeah. uh, the Harlem Shuffle album. They had some stuff come out in the 90s. It's just not worth mentioning. And then they did the really shitty solo work. Face the boss. Yeah. All right, next up. Ooh, I didn't realize this song came out in 81. It makes total sense. Why? Rick James, Super Freak. That girl is pretty wild, no. Girl, a super freak. The kind of girl you read about. That girl is pretty kinky. Girl, a super freak. I really love to chase her. Every time we meet, she's all right. 
You can't no, no. say much other than how, how are we shocked that this dude actually like kidnapped somebody and tortured them as their sex slave for like two years? You know what's even funnier was the Little Miss Sunshine when the girl used this as yeah. her, like song like for her like talent. I was dying during that skit. No, she was doing a whole like stripper outfit. Like, oh god. You want to talk about a time capsule video though? Go back and watch this video and just the stretch pants. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> on everybody. And like that long, like super long feather I hair. Say, I would, I would pay you ten dollars to wear that, like that, that beaded wig that he wore. Oh man! <laughs> if I could find one for my huge head, then I totally would. Jim, I think you could rock that actually. I know I could. I have one. Oh my god! <laughs> All right, finally on the list of notable singles, "Who Can It Be Now" by Men at Work, which was released in '81, but it was number one in America in '82. Not much to say. Not much to say. Great, great album. Sack. Great, great sack. Great yeah. sack. Great Yeah. All right, so some notable albums of the era. Now, this, I think, this is the strongest point of 1981, is that there's a ton, ton of, of great, great albums, albums. Mm-hmm. all of which were owned by my dad during, you know, that, that requisite, freshly divorced Columbia house. Uh, <laughs> nine albums, <laughs> nine cassettes for a penny deal. Because I guarantee they are just, uh, they're all on here, pretty much. <laughs> Starting with um, Journey's epic Escape. Album that kind of like made the video game from 1981. Yeah, the, the, yeah, that, and, no, the but um, that was Frontiers. Front- Frontiers. Well, it was kind of like the transition between the two. Yeah, but this, this, because if you play like if you, when you play Steve Perry, you hear a. It was a combination of the two because right. I mean, realistically speaking, from this point on, Journey was known for one sound, the Jonathan Kane sound, and this this album is Jonathan Kane's coming out party because he wasn't officially part of the band during the the album before this. It was still Greg Greg Raleigh still shows up on the cover of that album. Right. Um, this is like the trans the Greg Raleigh Jonathan King. This is this is John John Lennon's coming out party because much yeah, yeah. Much you ever heard, you ever heard the pre Steve Perry stuff? Oh it's awful. It's not actually some's not as bad as you think. Silver lining hey, hey. who are you talking to? Silver lining Yes. There's actually some really good songs on there if you listen closely. That's a filthy fucking lie. That is, <laughs> Mike, that is like saying no, I that, stand the, by it. Don't. That, that the pre-Neil Kurt Rush stuff is, is not that bad. I stand by pre There's only one record. I know that still. And that's a good record. So You're wrong too. What the hell's wrong with you tonight? <laughs> Jesus. Alright, other than the big singles, because obviously Don't Stop Believing can't be killed by conventional weapons at this point. <laughs> nope. nope. Um, it is Stone in Love is just a ball. That's Glee the best killed song that. No, no. Glee the song killed that song. Just, oh, yeah. The song Escape. Escape is my favorite deep track from that album. Yeah. 
There are some good stuff. Who's on crying? That. Every song's on it. Every song on it. Yeah. Who's crying now is a good song. Yeah. Crying, no. I actually have the live piano tune. Escape live from Dallas. It's really good. I mean, they do a good job just making it sound like the album. But oh, yeah. yeah. Actually, I, uh, what I like about Who's Crying Now is actually it's got a great piano and a great like guitar riff. Yeah. Those two things are great. That's even the bass. Even even Crouton faced uh, bass player Greg Raleigh does a great uh, not great Raleigh. No, that's actually that's why after I show all that that's his my favorite song. Ross Valori. Ross Valori. Does a great job on. He was Brian Adams before yeah. Brian Adams was Brian Adams. <laughs> so not a whole lot you can say other than I still love this album. No, anybody, you know anybody who doesn't like it, they fucking lie. They're lying. You're wrong. They're lying. They're trying to be ironic. Oh, I, I don't like that record. Fuck you. You do like it, and deep down in yeah. places you don't like to talk. Oh, about and by it. the way, I did. <laughs> I did hear the dark, that there's dark recesses of your up. soul. There is a law being passed through Congress right now that if anybody says that the Glee version of "Don't Stop Believing" is better than this version, you are going to be legally allowed to punch them in their genitals. Good. Good. Glee <laughs> sucks. Glee, yeah, the Glee ruined it. All right. You know what? Glee was good for Wait the first season. Stop it! Stop! Stop right now! <laughs> Wait! Stop! Again, is this, Bill on this? Oh, man. <laughs> well, what's on it? That's Jukebox well, Hero. 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 Cold as Ice. And Cold as Ice. Urgent. Yes, Urgent. And uh, Waiting for a Girl Like You. I'm a waiting for a girl like you. Oh, see, we all know it. Footloose. God. I, had, I had Jukebox Hero stuck in my head last weekend, and I refused to tell anyone what song was stuck in my head because I refused to impose it on anyone else. that one viral video from like a little kid sitting in the back singing Jukebox, like lip-singing Jukebox Hero? No. It's hysterical. If you can find it. Some little kid's like sitting in the back. He's got like a little like like lollipop and he's singing to the lollipop. He's like, he had to be like four or five. He's in like, he's in, like a car seat and he's singing the song like lip syncing it and he's getting into it. If you're by yourself listening to this song when it gets to the, that one guitar, you don't, if you don't like pump your fists in the air when it hits, there is something truly wrong with you. Absolutely. Yeah, no soul. I was, I was introduced to uh, Cold as Ice through um, Aqua Teen Hunger Force. I actually used yeah, it. everybody because the Moon and Ice came down and they gave uh, <laughs> they gave Carl the, the oh the foreigner belt they gave him the, the foreigner belt, belt. the powers of foreigner I actually used Cold as Ice when I did and, and, yeah every song that if they sang a foreigner song it would come to life what was Cold, Cold as Ice, ice they broke the pool <laughs> I I used Cold as Ice when I dressed I up as the White one. Queen from Narnia for a costume competition oh cool I used I used Cold as Ice oh. for her did bit. you win. Uh, not even close. Oh. But I, I got I got best literary interpretation. That's nice. That's that's a win. Yeah. And it was it was cold as ice. And then when we get to the part, you know, I, I narrate briefly what happens. And then she, um, it's like, and then the two sons of Adam and two daughters Eve come on. And I change the song to it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And I run screaming off the stage. <laughs> <laughs> what was it when Rick James did it? When uh, Dave Chappelle did his Rick James impression at one point? They're beating the crap out. He goes. You're as cool as ice! <laughs> Alright, next up on the notable albums list, Beauty and the Beat by the Go-Go's. This album holds up like crazy. Was this like their kind of like, I get this, this, this is their first album. This, this is, is their first, first album. album. Yeah. This is their best album. Yeah. Um, I mean, before, the, before they got completely drugged out. 
Well, yeah, that's why they're so fun. They were, they were high on coke the entire time. They were, this was when they were during the drug down. Yeah, I mean, between... This is when they can handle it. Our lips are sealed, and, I mean, We Got the Beat is, like, my daughter's new favorite song. Like, I drive her to camp, and when the song comes on, I look in the rearview mirror, and she's bobbing her head, lip-syncing to the song. Andy Parenting, you're doing it right. I am doing it right. <laughs> but you know what the best song on this album is? The song called Our Town, or This Town. What's it oh, about? this town. It is our town. It, it's like it's. That's a first. That's like a first wave song. Yeah, it's their. It's their root. It's like it's kind of like it goes back to their punk roots. Yeah. We Um, great, great song. This is actually a really good album too. I know that like, like the other two albums that they put out yep. are more driven for sing- the, like the the three or four singles that got out for that. But this is a really good. You know, this, album. Well, this is another one of those albums where if you say you hate any of the songs on you it, are you're fucking lying. wrong. You're an when asshole. nobody's looking, you're singing. We got the beat. We got the beat. We yeah. got the Again, beat. that that, that is if you don't. Fast yeah. Times yeah. yeah. If you don't hit the drum solo. While you're driving, you're wrong. My friend and I in the 90s had serious discussions about having an all-male Go-Go's tribute. <laughs> I was going to play the well, Jim Weedland part. Ah. You, you sing that our lips are sealed would be fun, funny as hell. And he wouldn't have been doing any of that. He'd been doing the Gene Weedland stuff. I smell, Actually, Jim, I think I'm cuter. I can play the Jane Wheeldon part now. Yeah. 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 You are cuter, Michael. Thank you. All right. Anyway, moving on. Well, this one goes without saying. Moving pictures by Rush. God damn it! I love this album. I. You know what? It's it's funny. I didn't I didn't get this album until I didn't start listening to Rush until like the mid '80s Mm. when I started hanging out with the other geeks and nerds and. Dungeons and Dragons. You start players. hanging out with the rest of the drum corps? Yeah, basically. <laughs> I was introduced to the song Tom Sawyer through the first episode of Cheap Seats. Hmm. Because they did uh, Mid-South Region Wrestling, and yep. Kerry Von Eric came out with Modern Day Warrior, Kerry Von Eric, yep. With Tom Sawyer. <laughs> God damn it, what a great song. Limelight. Tom, uh, Tom just, Sawyer is oh, the way to save the I world, mean, according to Chuck. That, those, when those first few chords start coming out, you're like, Yes! I mean, Limelight is a great rock song. Yeah. There, I mean, even the like the whole album's awesome. Red Barchetta, yeah. Yeah. awesome. Vital Signs. Yyz. Yeah. Yep. Yyz. See, screw that. They're Canadians. Zed. I don't care. They're in the U.S. It's in the, we're in the U.S. Yeah. Um, 
All right, let's move on because we, we could spend the rest of the night talking My about this show. My name is Joe, and I am Canadian. All right, next up, the police ghost in the machine. Well, you hate no, that no. fucking. Oh record, God, you? what a great! This might be the most diff, like the most diverse the, album they ever put out. The best police song is on it. Invisible Sun is your favorite song. one, right? Yes. I was a big fan of that song. Really? It hates you, boy. I was one of the Spirits in the Material World song. Well, that's a great song, too. Oh, it is. I, that's, I was more partial. I'm not saying so I hated Invisible. Okay, so let, saying, let, me, let me ask you this. Synchronicity, Ghost in the Machine. Ghost, Ghost in the Machine. Ghost in the Machine. Exactly. Synchronicity is a really good album, and it's like the culmination of all the, the, the other four albums that came before it. Mm-hmm. Um, this album, I mean, it was recorded in Barbados, and you can tell it was recorded in Barbados. There's a mm-hmm. lot of... A lot of kettle drum, a lot of... Um, that was Sting, though. That was his... Yeah, exactly. the other two were just there because they're getting right. the paycheck, but... But Stuart Copeland's an awesome drummer, so... Yeah, and some of his best drum work is actually in this. Absolutely. Like I said, that's why I love Spirits in Tumor World. Yeah. I loved some of the drum work he did in that movie, that song. Yeah, so... Awesome, awesome album. Um, a lot of good deep tracks on there, too. Darkness is a really good track. Mm-hmm. Omega Man's a really good track. Yep. Got, and again, one of the first pieces of vinyl I ever owned. <laughs> Not surprised. So, yeah, actually, it's funny, too, because my um, uncle, for Christmas, I was at, we were at my grandmother's house, and it, it might have been my, one of my aunts gave me high infidelity, and I'm like, oh, I'm looking Christ. at the album cover, and my uncle David come, you know, comes up to me, and he's like, you like Ario Speedwagon? And I'm like, yeah, I like Ario Speedwagon. He's like, give this a try instead. He hands it to me, and I open it up, and it's Ghost in the Machine. I'm like, oh, give it a try. God, it rocked my world. <laughs> All right, next up on this list, uh, the self-titled Duran Duran album, the debut of Duran Duran. Duran Duran by Duran Duran off Duran 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 Records. Records. That's like Talk Talk. (laughs) This is actually, it's a fun album. I mean, obviously, I think they learned how to play their instruments by the time Rio came out. But right. the Girls on Film kind of their first big yeah. Girls yeah. on Film. Planet Earth. Planet Earth. Planet, I, I, I think Planet Earth is one of their best songs. But I thought like, Girls on Film was kind of the song that kind of got them. I saw but, Because there's titties in the video. Oh, there you go. I, I saw Duran Duran the last time they came around, and they opened with Planet Earth. Oh, yeah. It's a good song. They opened it. It was really good. Yeah, and these guys, I mean, with, with the exception of, well, Andy Taylor went crazy. Andy Taylor went crazy, and John Taylor had a really debilitating drug addiction. But um, they're all back. It's all yeah. just except when I saw it was two thousand and eight. Two thousand eight, yeah. Two thousand eight, they sounded awesome. Yeah, Simon Le Bon's voice is unbelievably good. I mean, he sounded better than they did. Like, because you know, I've seen enough. I saw concerts on MTV. They sounded better now than they did then. And yeah, it's hard for me to believe. He kept himself really clean, good. and that's right. that's the big thing. My, my my babysitter was a giant fan of Duran Duran. She, mm. One of my babysitters would come over, she'd watch MTV, and she was like, you must watch this and be educated. So next up on the list, High and Dry by Def Leppard. I love this Ooh, album. Another great album. I great love album. This album. Yeah. It's, my f- I, it's my first vision of Def Leppard. It's just Joe Elliott running around going, me and my wife! <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it, it's funny, because I actually got High and Dry after I got Pyromania. Everybody did. Yeah. And I love this album more because it's a lot more. They re-released a lot more yeah. hard rock than anything that came out. This got re-released after it, like it got a second reissue after Pyromania came out because they became huge in the states. Right. Well, a lot of it is too. Um, the guitar work is very different because it's not Phil Collins; it's Pete Willis. Yeah, right. And he's very he's much dirtier. Pete, Phil Collins a lot cleaner. Well, right. You're, you're more the guitar. Yeah, yeah. Album, it's a lot. He's, cleaner. A, he's got a cleaner sound. 
Pete Willis is a lot crunchier. He's got a lot more overdriven. It, and it's, this, it's it's an awesome record. Switch Six Twenty Six is still my, one of my favorite Death Leopard. So it's the instrumental. Yeah, that yeah. comes in right after um, Bringing On the Heartbreak. Is it? Mirror, yeah, Bringing On the Heartbreak. Mirror, mm, yeah. I mean, Mirror Mirror is an awesome song. Yeah, it's it's a good, it's a really good record. Yeah, and just speaking of the the big single from there. Bring it on, on the heartbreak. Heartbreak. It's a fantastic yeah. song. It's a great song. The first, I saw them, and they, they actually did a good job that, because they did. They started out acoustic, yeah, and then they whip into, you know, then they go electric. Now, I don't remember. Did Mutt Lang produce this one? Or was he? Did he start in Pyromania? Mutt Lang produced Pyromania. Okay. I don't. I do not believe he did. High and dry. Because I do. You can. See, you can definitely tell there's a difference between high and dry and production value versus Pyromania. Yeah. Oh yeah. Pyromania is just full of hooks. Right. So is Hysteria. That you. That's why you know it's the same producer. Yeah. They must think Hysteria kind of got shoved on your throat. I mean, it's a good album, don't get me wrong. But I find that was like the album that kind of like a lot of the Fairweather fans kind of really got into. Well, I mean... A lot of the bandwagon how many fans. Albums the band, that, was a, that was a bandwagon. They album. sold twice as much as Pyromania. Yeah. Pyromania I'm not saying, sold I'm getting, like I'm not saying there was some right. bad stuff, but like I said... No, no, I know what you mean. But, I, but like I said, I remember like a lot of like, you know, the, the, you know, the poppy, like popular kids all of a sudden like love that album and like... Pour some sugar on me, like down, you shut it down, you Hysteria is a very popish album. Oh, it is. Exactly. That's what they went for. Yeah. That's what they were they, aiming they for. They always say they don't want to be Led Zeppelin and they don't want to be the Who. They want to be... They want to be Def Leppard. They want to right. be their own sound. They, that's why they do the harmonizing. and I mean, that record... There's nothing wrong with harmonizing. It's a, it's, it's a great record. It is. Well, it is. Don't God of War is a phenomenal song. Yeah, oh, I, had I, mean, I had a lot of awesome. high school friends back in school like, saying that was the best album they ever came out with. I'm like... It's a great album, don't get me wrong, album. but it wasn't their best album. Right. I yeah. Part of no, but it, yeah, in a four-year wait, they had plenty of time to work on it. It is, it, technically, it is a very accomplished album. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, next up, for those about to rock, we salute you by ACDC. Akadaka. Up until that point, ACDC had not put out a bad record. Right. Nope. And then that came out. <laughs> and it's okay. There's a couple good songs well, on this it. Is got, this is but this was towards the end. But you know, no, they put no. out Flick of the Switch was a piece of shit. But you know yeah. what? <laughs> you know what? ACDC was going through the same thing that Rolling, the Rolling Stones. This was like their revival. This is what made them popular for in the 80s. Was this well, record? I would well, say Back in Black. Yeah, that? Back in yeah. This, this yeah. song has all yeah. the songs on it, right? Yeah. Huh? This, album, this album has all their songs. No. No, not I really. This has for those I, about to rock. I think it's got... Um, it doesn't have Dirty finger, Deeds. It has no. Dirty Deeds is on Dirty Deeds. Yeah. It's uh, Put the Finger on You. No, you're right. I mean, yeah, Back in Black. Well, this, I mean, yeah. they only had about three or four songs. No. No. No, 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 no. no. Just derivations. You, know, you gotta understand. The Bon Scott catalog is awesome. Yep. They don't have any bad records on that. No. It's mm-hmm. awesome. Bon Scott Bon Scott the, the original, the original lead singer. Lead singer. You've ever heard Dirty Deeds done Dirt Cheap? Yeah. It's a different lead singer than the guy who sings Back in Black. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. It's I, funny. You've been, you've been too much Winwood. Yeah. Too much Winwood. <laughs> Speaking of which, Arkham and Diver also came out this year. No! Oh! Yeah! oh! Um. Damn you. <laughs> it was funny. You there is that point, though, because I, I, I actually was listening to an 80s uh, playlist at the gym today. Thunderstruck came up, and I'm like, oh, okay. I recognized the guitar thing. I'm like, oh, Thunderstruck. And then about an hour later, I could hear, like, that same type of guitar riff starting oh. off, and you could tell it's ACDC. And I'm like, oh, Thunderstruck again? Nope. For those about to rock. is the exact same You understand riff. something. The new record just came out. Last year, Christmas. It's called Rock or Bust. Yep. There are four tracks on it with the word, the words rock and roll. 
rock and roll train or something like that. Rock and roll pollution, rock and roll bagel, rock and roll this, <laughs> rock and roll that. They have a formula, and it has worked yep. to a T. They're There's still no selling out stadiums. They sit, they've been yeah. putting out the same record for 40-something years. Yep. They have also, a fan people base love to works. cover Thunderstruck. Thunderstruck I, is a great song. I've, I've yes. heard I might, that I might, I might as, as I've, I've, you know, the, the, the Bad Piper's done it with his flaming bagpipes. The, there was the, uh, the dueling cellists did it. There's the, the bluegrass band cover, which is amazing. Oh, it's cool. It's got a good guitar lick. They, he can write a guitar lick. He's not a particularly accomplished I think guitar like, player. Thunder, right. Thunderstruck is probably one of the best guitar riffs for ACDC. Yeah, and, and, and like, yeah, it sounds like a lot of their other songs, but that's the one that people cover. That's a sports anthem, though. That's, like, most of their Absolutely. songs are sports anthems. Absolutely. How many times have you gone to a rock concert, and for those about to rock, We Salute You comes on, and immediately afterward, the light, the house lights. Yeah. Every show. Every show. I think yeah, I saw George Michael, Foo, and I think he did that. Wasn't at the Foo Fighters, though. Yeah, it was. You owe me ten bucks. <laughs> yeah. When I was When I was DJing in Second Life at a place that was run by Australians... So we were operating on off hours. I <laughs> I went to play I went to play the for those about the rock and they like start activating little animations on our little avatars to do salutes. <laughs> All right. Know, they love the rackadaka down there, really. <laughs> and then finally on our uh, notable albums list, unless I'm forgetting something, is Diary of a Madman by Ozzy Osbourne. I could very well say that Crazy Train is the very first song I ever heard on WBCN. It's not on that record. It's not? No. Crazy Trains on Blizzard of Oz. Oh, shit. Wow. Boom, boom, boom. All right. Wow. So, you get a fail. Always uh, 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 Flying High Again is on it. Over the Mountain. Um, flying High Again is the big Oh, yeah, song that's, a, big, that's a great song. I don't know what it's about. Um... Yeah, those are the two big songs on it, but yeah. Well, somebody said it's great guitar work, it is, because Randy Rhodes would have been considered one of the all-time greats if he hadn't died in a plane crash. Yeah. He was on a bus, what was it? He was on the bus and the plane crashed into That's, that's, yes. That is like double the rock and roll right there. Not even Metallica could top that. Yeah, Any other albums that I'm leaving off here? I mean... No, the, the only the only album I, I know from 1981 from one of my favorite artists from Eric Clapton's uh, Another Ticket. It was his last record for Polydor before he went to uh, before he went Isn't to. Isn't that uh, one? Is that a live one? No, no, that was that is actually after after. Because um, he had what is it? Ocean of uh, something six nineteen Ocean Boulevard, and then he did. Well, that's that's early 70s, but no, I know which one you're talking about. But um, yeah, Timepieces. It was uh, Timepieces, and then uh, Another Ticket. Oh. All right. Mike, you got one? Yep. Stray Cats by the Stray Cats. Oh, my. Really? Wow. Yep. Off of Stray, Stray Cats, Cats record. records. What um what singles are on that? Or any of the big singles Stray on there? Stray Cats, sure. Okay. All right. I, I don't, don't think Rock This Town is. Is it? I think Stray Cats Strut was the only song they had on there. No. Well, that, I mean, that album. Yeah, 12 songs on the album. Well, rock This Town. Okay, Rock This Town. Wow. Really? Runaway Boys. Sexy and Seventeen. I just remember that all those songs came like late '82, like oh, all the singles got released. So it's probably like one of those albums that languished forever. Yeah, it was, and it somebody, was, yeah, it was, it was, 
It predated the revival of 50s music that came with somebody Billy decided, Dancing. Yeah. Somebody decided that Rockabilly was, was cool for about a half an hour. It was released of 81. Was that? It was released Rockabilly. in February of 81. So. Yeah, but I have a feeling, though, it's probably one of those things that languished on the charts forever, and then all of a sudden, like, just somebody played as a goof, and somebody, like, oh, can you play that again? You know, so, yeah, then they made Dirty Dancing, and everybody was into 50s music and 50s style I, I've always, I've always said that if, if aliens just studied the pop culture from 1985 to 1989, they would think all of our top singles were released in the 1950s and early 60s. <laughs> mm-hmm. Because that was like that was the thing, because those are the people in charge of making our movies and music and TV. Yep. Right. Yeah. All right. So next show, we're going to be talking about He-Man. I got a soundbite for that. Hold on. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Mike. You took me for you, you threw me for a loop here. All right. So we're going to be talking about both the He-Man toys and the cartoons, as well as that shitty, shitty. Shitty movie from 1987. That was an awful movie. Are we going to include the She-Ra? Of course we're going to include She-Ra, Princess of Power. You have to do that because it's part of continuity. I think Mike plays that music right before he services himself. (laughs) Yeah, there you go. You found me out. (laughs) (laughs) All right. I play the Voltron theme song. Actually, so so what we want from you guys? You want to let us know who your favorite characters are? Merman. Your least favorite characters. Or I, I challenge you guys. I challenge you guys to come up with rejected He-Man character names oh. along with oh. their abilities. Right off the bean. Right off the bean. There you I go. Guess my contest is over. There you go. <laughs> we have a winner. So, if you want to uh, give us some feedback, we have a new email address. It is geeksaladradio at gmail.com. Oh, good on you. Gmail is so much easier to use than Yahoo. It's not even fucking funny. Yep. Yahoo's uh, always been horrible. Yeah, exactly. Well, you know what the thing is? is it's just about the drive. I like having the drive, and I have the Google Drive. Oh, I thought you were talking about the draw to do things. Yeah, no, 15 gigs of uh, free uh, uh, backup space. Love it. I knew Yahoo was bad in college. Yeah, okay. Yahoo! So you can also check us out at our archives at either uh, geeksalad.podbean.com. You can download us on the Stitcher app or through the iTunes store. Also check out our archives at at geek-salad.com. Dot com. Mike is taking a picture of us, so we have to smile now. Hi! And um, you can get all that information there, as well as follow us on Facebook, or uh, which is just Geek Salad Podcast, or at Twitter, at Geek Salad Radio. So until next time, I'm Andy. I'm Mike. I'm Joe. I'm Catherine. I'm Mike. I'm Jim. Go forth and be nerdful. We'll talk to you later. Have a good night.
Do you want to run my bath for me? It's what I live for. Perhaps you'd like me to come in there and wash your dick for you, you little shit. <laughs> 